Hi, it's Mitch from PickDogs.com here with your live show for today. It is Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. Of course, we're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We are the uh, number one sports betting YouTube channel in terms of viewers each month over the past year since the restart. And proud to say we do three times the views of uh, all the other YouTube sports betting channels combined. Thank you guys for all of your support. From zero to hero on YouTube, it can happen. It's happened here at Pick Talks. <laughs> pretty, pretty amazing. It's been a wild ride as we head into football season. Um, I was looking at my other YouTube from Sports Chat Place, and it was two years ago that I walked out the door of my own company that I had started from the ground up when I, I started with $10. I typed into Google. I used to live in that little apartment in Chicago. You guys used to see the videos. I had hair and all that other good stuff back then. And uh, I typed into Google, how do I start a website? They had 10 bucks. I was living paycheck to paycheck, you know, and I was, uh, you know, just getting, you know, into like the real grind of online sports betting and things like that. I've been betting my whole life, but, you know, I had other issues outside of that. You know, you know, that get in the way. And, uh, yeah, started doing this online. And, uh, you know, we've been betting together, making money, cashing, you know, all along the way. And, uh, you know, building out the websites, building big followings, you know, because we win. And those out there, you know, people out there say, we never win, any of that other stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's why 7 million people a month watch. You know, if they're watching to bet against us, well, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm fine with it. If you can make money betting against me, I don't care, man, as long as you're cashing. You know, I'm, I'm not in a picking contest. You know, it's like I do, I do this for a living. You know, I bet for a living, so I'm not in a picking contest. And if you make money by picking, you know, games that I just have an opinion on that aren't my top plays or whatever, and you're making money betting against them, by all means, thumbs up to you, man. You know, hats off. You know, you don't... I know for you, you have to somehow jab me, put me down on the other guys too. But it's like, it makes you feel better about yourself since you maybe aren't cashing as often. That's okay, you know? We're good with it, man. But I appreciate everybody who's supported me for the last, um, you know, two years especially. Because uh, two years ago, you know, at this time, I thought I was done. You know? It, it takes a special person, I believe, to get fired from their own company, you know, that they started from the ground up. It's, it's not something that everyone can do. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, there's a select group of us you know, that have done that. It's just not easy to do. I have that effect on people. Rod, you ever, you ever get fired from a job? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go? I definitely got fired from a job. I've never had a job I wasn't fired from. Never. Oh. I, I had one. I had one job that I wasn't fired from. But I had, like, on my performance rating, I had, like, the rating of being, like, of being fired. You know, like, I had that, and it was kind of, like, on double probation. So I wasn't fired, but I was, like, almost fired. But I've had, um, I've, I've never, um, like, had a regular job and not gotten fired. I've gotten suspended. Does that count? I know a lot of people that say, I've never been fired from a job. I've never done anything. It's like, I've never had a job I wasn't fired from. <laughs> I took my place's filing cabinet and threw it down into the uh, garbage chute and then hit the button and crushed it. So all their bills were, uh, they caught me on tape throwing out a, a filing cabinet full of both bills. So I got in trouble. I, uh, I, I've told this story before. It's like I had my performance review and my boss is like saying this and I'm screaming at him and he's like, I'm ready to hit him over the head with a stapler and security came in and dragged my ass out. I was so mad. <laughs> was <laughs> it the, a streamlined stapler? Swing like, line. Uh, that guy the swing line. Like yeah. those swing lines? Like the dude in uh, office space. They put him in the basement. It's like, <laughs> I was so mad. I wasn't going to hit him with it, you know, but I was just like, what the hell are you talking about? And all I did, I mean, all I did to these poor people was build my entire website and business at their, at their workplace, including using their tech team to help me out for free tech support. 
I mean, come on. Cut me a break. (laughs) It's like, you're not even here. They're like, you just go to the gym. It's like, and then you're working on your website all day. I I, I had no answer. (laughs) College football place, if you like look back at some of those videos from like way back in the day, you could see me like in my office at work, at my job, doing videos. (laughs) <laughs> and people could hear them, you know, through the walls and stuff. It's like, people would complain. We just, like, got a production studio going on over there. Anyways, two years ago, I was fired from my own company. <laughs> and uh, I, have, I had left the business, and I thought it was permanently. And you guys supported me and, and told me to come back, man. I did. And we started Pick Dogs. Um, kind of was born right out of that. And then eventually we got Sports Chat Place back. And, uh, you know, we're still working on that. That has, we've never really fully got Sports Chat Place all the way back up and running. And we're doing that now. Should be good for this year. Last year, we really didn't concentrate on it much. This year, we're going to. But um, I mean, I love what we've built at Pick Dogs over two years. I've built, you know, massive sites three times now, you know. So it's like, I enjoy it. Built, like, if you would have asked me 20 years ago, building businesses was something I wanted to do. You know, I would have never mentioned it, you know, and now it's like, I've done it three times over. It's like, I love it. I like it because we change people's lives, you know, change our, our readers' lives, change our viewers' lives. I mean, you know, how many people used to say when I used to do dog of the day video, you're my cup of coffee site. You're the site I read. You're, I watch your video while I'm having my coffee in the morning, every day. Right. I, uh, you were my lunch site. I like watching you when at lunchtime. As long as I wasn't your something else site. <laughs> I used to like when guys would get you get you really mad because they'd say some troll comment and that get you going. So yeah. anyway, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, we got 15 games today. I, we filibuster a little bit at the beginning of every show, try and find something to talk about or whatever, just to give everybody time to get here. And I know some people say, it takes yeah. 10 minutes to get to the picks. It takes 10 minutes for all you guys to get here. How about that? <laughs> you know, it's the, we're not in charge of the if – if YouTube gave me the ability to hit a button and send out notifications to everyone that wanted to receive notifications, that would be awesome. But they don't do that, you know. They say they should okay. figure out a way to do that and then charge us. Like, let's say for a twenty dollars fee, they can get it out to everybody right away, or two hundred dollars, or whatever. I would, you know, it'd be worth the money. But yeah. bad signal. I'll say one more thing about that other stuff, and we'll get rolling. But I will say, like, getting fired from my own company, splitting out from that partnership, and and the burden that was is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And what we've done at Pick Dogs over the last two years and at the Dawn Patrol company, you know, that is my is the parent company that I own that owns Sports Chat Plays Pick Dogs and everything else that we do is the biggest accomplishment in business I've ever done, you know, because I think even though we, you know, we've reached so many people in such a short amount of time, what we've done here on YouTube is, is mind-blowing. Other people, other sites have like 20, 30, 40 people it's they're not even, I mean, they don't even get a whiff of, of of the traffic we get on YouTube. Not even a whiff. They act like they do, but they don't. And uh, I like it. I like it a lot. I love winning, no matter what it is. But anyways, got uh, 15 Major League Baseball games today. Yesterday was kind of a fun day. It was a mix of dogs and um, favorites. I got to say, the Chris Bassett injury was was even Ooh. though I had the White Sox, was Perfect. something that um, was, you know, I was a little shaken by that, you know, personally. Yeah. And obviously Oakland checked out of the game as soon as that happened. You know, they had, they fully checked out. But um, I, they were in trouble anyway. I mean, it really didn't. It was, I don't think it affected the outcome of the game. But I do think that it affected the score of the game. And, um... Yeah, I hope it all works out for him. I didn't haven't heard any reports. Have you guys heard any reports about Bassett? No, I haven't heard any news yet. But I it looked I wish bad, all the best and I hope it's good. It looked, it looked bad. Yeah, it looked it bad. Looked really, really bad. Sometimes those things look worse than they are, and sometimes they don't look as bad as they are. 
um, you know, like Dale Earnhardt's wreck, right? <laughs> it, didn't oh, yeah. it didn't look like it was anything. He's, you know, he killed the guy. And then, you know, I was at a game in Fenway where Oil Cam Boyd pegged Don Slot in the face, you know, and it was bad. You know, it was really, it was kind of like what we saw yesterday. But that was weird because he kind of fell off the mound right into the ball, which was coming at the line drive, you know, and it was like, yep. whoa. I know when that's happened at games that I was at, it's a loud pop, which is, makes it worse. Anyways, um, they said broken jaw and eye socket, but he still has 2020 vision. That's good, you know. That's good. That's good. That's really what it is, is that it could cause, like, vision loss, hearing loss, like, all those things. But, um, yeah, let's get into today's schedule. Did it at the 10-minute mark. Got the Cubs and the Reds. We got Tyler Malley up against Adrian Sampson. I didn't see that earlier. I guess it's a change. And we've got uh, Indians and Twins, Lewis Thorpe. He's Australian, right? Up against uh, Zach Plezak. Chichi Gonzalez on the mound for the Rockies. That's a ch- that was a change. It was Gomber originally slated in that spot. So big change there. And then uh, Giants and Mets, DiSclafani and Tyler McGill. And uh, the other day game is Josiah Gray and Barrios in the nation's capital. Brian, any of these uh, five just... Uh, Jump off the page and say, "Bet me now." No, none of them really jump off, but I have some some leans. Uh, I like the Tyler Magoo McGill and the Mets and uh, Disco Fani uh, to get, both give up some runs. McGill's been getting hit harder as the tape's been out on him, and Disco Fani is usually good to give up around four runs or so. I like the over nine in this game. Uh, the Reds, I'm going to lay three and a half against the Cubs. Cubs. Uh, I had them yesterday on the VIP show, but I think that was their win. I think the Cubs get a little revenge of Malley on the mound. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they shot him out 6 nothing. And those are the two I like. Cubs minus 3.5 and, and the over 9 in the Giants-Mets. How about you, Rod? Did you just say the Cubs minus 3.5? Sorry, the Reds minus three. Woo! What are the what are the odds on that? Cubs minus three and a half. My heart, could, my heart has trouble saying this kind of pick, but that's probably a plus thousand. That's got to be like massive pair. <laughs> yeah, there's no chance of win. <laughs> what do you mean? There's always a chance. <laughs> oh, for me and those ones. I'm going to take the over in the uh, Cubs and Reds game. You look, uh, Cubs 5-0 and to the over their last five when their opponent allows two runs or less. And the Reds, they're 6-0 uh, to the over after scoring two runs or less in the previous game. So uh, it was a low-scoring game yesterday. I think we get the over in this one. It opened 8.5. It's up to 9.5. Give me the over, Cubs, Reds. And uh, the other one, uh, Rockies. And the Padres, I'm gonna take that one over 14. And then we got Chichi Gonzalez and Jake Harriet, and we their numbers are just awful. Um, they went up to 14 for a reason, um, and everybody's humping the under. I'm gonna take the over. I was tempted that, to take that. Runs. I was no, tempted to go too, but I was worried that you know it just seems too obvious to go over. But everybody's humping the under. Well, that's what I see. It's everybody's going the under. I'm gonna take the over. I think we get a nice day, whole pile of runs. And take the over Rockies Padres, and the other one, the only thing they got lucky was uh, Alonzo getting a home run for the Mets uh, in that game last night, uh, making it a little bit close. Other than that, Mid Avenue had a sniff in these uh, games with the Giants. Uh, Discovani shuts down uh, the Mets. McGill's been awful. I'll take the Giants on the run line in that one. Have we ever had a total over fourteen? runs in the game. Is that the highest? Highest? I don't know. It just seems 14. Has there ever been a 15 for a total in the game? I'm just curious. I don't know. I think we should get to see three touchdowns in that game. (laughs) (laughs) Depends how long they want to keep Chi-Chi in there for. Chi-Chi doing the the, 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 the,
Gigi always <laughs> screws me. It's like he's the guy. It seems every time I take the Rockies, the pitcher gets scratched. Except for you know last night. It's like the, the last two nights, the the pitcher gets scratched and it's Gigi. You know, it's like that's happened to me so many times. It's like, hot oh, man. It's 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 like not knowing what team Colome is on, and all of a sudden he comes trotting out of the bullpen, and you got a three run lead. It's like no. <laughs> It's like, Colome. It's like, oh my god, that just crushes me. Man, did the did the Rockies scare you a little bit last night when they gave up those three home runs in a row? Yes. Yeah. Inside the Parker, I mean that was. Did they call that inside the Parker? Did they call it an error because I was like, I watch it without sound, so I don't, I don't know what they said. But it was. I just have the score up there constantly. Oh, up there. it hit the it hit the the where the padding meets the wall in cores. Of course, there's a good spacing in between, and Blackman jumped up and it didn't hit his glove or anything. It was a, it was like a, a great play to even get a leap and have a shot at the ball, but he missed it and it went over the top of his glove. It hit the padding in the wall and bound, and rolled out to the middle of the field. And the guy was so damn fast on the Padres. By the time they picked up the ball, he was already rounding third and heading home. So it's I believe it was an inside the park home run. It it had to have been. Um, I didn't see the uh, scoring, but um, you know it. I would think so. It was it was pretty cool. It's like one of those things. If you watch a baseball, you know, every day you see something you don't see too often or ever. And that was you know that was that. It was very cool. I thought the Indians played really well yesterday against the Twins. Game once again. I didn't hear what they had to say about it because I don't watch it with the sound. I was listening to Van Halen. I was watching, which is good baseball music. It was with the Sam. It was with Sammy. It wasn't the early Van Halen that I normally listen to. It was the Sammy Hager Van Halen. He's they got some really good tunes, man. I was like, wow. Oh yeah. It's like I hadn't listened to it in a while. Freaking Van Halen and Twinkies, man. That's like should be a should be mandatory. It makes the, watching the twins so much better. <laughs> Come on, no baby, get the power started. <laughs> awesome. Got, uh, I, you know, I think that I think that game in in Colorado with a fourteen on it, it's deservedly so. You know, I think that the home run props for this game are more attractive than trying to pick a side. I think the side is wide open because I think you could be six, six, eight, eight, you know, before either of these pitchers get out of there. I think, you know, when you have a bad pitcher on the mound, the, the, the thing is you got to get to him early because if you don't get to him early, then they yank him when he gets in any kind of trouble. But, you know, with these guys, they got to try and get some mileage out of them, especially the Padres with Arietta. So they got to get to them early if you want to see the things. But I think the home run props in this game are going to be the most attractive things on the board here. And I'll take a look at some of them right out of the gate and see what we got. But, um... CJ Cron plus 300, Blackman is plus 500, Jake Cronenworth plus 400. He's the guy that had he's the guy who had the inside the parker, right? And then it was um Fernando Tatis just plus 150 in this game with Chi-Chi pitching. That's the lowest home run total. That's the lowest home run prop you'll see. And uh CJ Cron has hit at least one home run in four of the Rockies last five games at home. And he's plus 300 here. Why not? Why not? Talk yeah. me into it. Yeah, talk <laughs> me into it. <laughs> uh, definitely. I'm in a major slump home run prop-wise. It's a, it's a tough gig. That's why they pay so high, you know? That's why... I mean, know. the Angels yesterday scored a bunch of runs, and Otani didn't... No home run. Oh, Miggy, you know, had his had chances, too. He didn't get his 500th either. I just love the whole. I like the home run prop because every time your guy comes up, you're like all into the at bat, right? And he hits it. You're like, yeah. 
It's yeah, it's it's always better the, if when you get it right out of the gate. But the first touchdown prop that always gets me excited too. Watching the guys drive down the field. <laughs> Don't throw it to him. Throw it to him. Anyway. God, what are the Cubs doing? You know, what are they doing? Yeah, they got like a guy named Samsonite pitching in there or something. Adrian like Samson. We've seen him before. He's not anything. Yeah, he new. stinks. He stinks. He's pitched plenty. He used to be on the Rangers. They don't just give that gig to anybody. Brian's like, I remember him. I used to, I, I used to bet on him all the time. <laughs> it's like, he's, he's Bitler-esque, right? Six and eight with a 5.89. I'm in. <laughs> I really like him today. <laughs> Who's pitching for the Pirates today? So Samson hasn't pitched since 2019, but he has still lost nine of his last 10 decisions, his last 10 starts, and they were all decisions. He's one of those guys that every, every time he plays, he gets a decision. Wasn't he out of baseball? Oh, no, he's actually a reliever, but he's only... Oh, he's a, he pitches in long relief. <laughs> uh, those are the worst. It'll be a long day for him. Yeah, long relief, like when they're losing. Those are always, like, that's that's kind of like the 28th man on the roster. How about Bundy yesterday? I'm starting to get behind Bundy again. Getting back on the bandwagon. Which is a good time for us to all get on the anti-Bundy bandwagon. Seems like you're, you're his kiss of death. <laughs> you're the Bundy Well, he won for me yesterday. He had Sick. his magic working. They interview him after the game. Yeah, you know, I really just wanted to start building with this team. As, you know, next year we got Trout and, uh, you know, I have Trout and Rendon back in the lineup. And I really think things will be looking up for next season. And, you know, it seems that Bittler is... Uh, <laughs> left us out of uh, his his daily picks, and you know, especially on his parlays as well. We appreciate that, Brian. Thank you. It's pretty much how that's yeah. been joining. I didn't say that those things would be live on Monday. I said I had a call on Monday to take a look at the status. And I did have a look at the stats, and they looked very cool. Really cool. Not done, that's for sure. But supposedly done by football. It's not as it's not it's not like when you get heavy duty programming and like you know real stuff like that. It's it's not like flipping a switch and all of a sudden you have it. <laughs> it's it's there's a lot to it. Takes a lot. Tech work is is oh, yeah, is expensive and tough. Oh yeah, you know, doesn't just happen. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Brian, what are you selling? No, oh, I got my high roller three pack. I got two major league baseball dogs and one slight favorite today. All for forty dollars at BigDogs.com. One and two yesterday. Marlins really broke my heart late yesterday, but uh. Going to get back to winning today, like the card. And for me, it's a Wealthy Wednesday. Got a nice triple going today. Going for uh, six winning days in a row. Um, just rolling right along. Um, jump aboard. And three diamond crushers. These three bets. Perfect opportunity to continue to bash your book and take their cash. Rod, you should jump be aboard. saying, Lucky hop cash. aboard the Rod bandwagon. He's, he's sitting at number two right now. <laughs> Rolling right along. Right close to number one. He's right there. Yep, Marlins got me too. They're not the only ones. They got me. I mean, Sandy pitched well. Al Contra pitched good, yeah. Yeah, he pitched really well. And, you know, what happened was, you know, in the Marlins game is single, stolen base, wild pitch, hit. It was really... You know, they manufactured that run. And that was the difference. Then they got the home run in the ninth inning. But it was, um, they manufactured that run off them. You know, it's like single, stolen base, wild pitch, two out single. It's like, what can you do about that? Not much. No, you don't need to have a residence to um, bet in other states. You don't need to have a residence. You just need to physically be there. 
You don't need to have a residence. That's not correct. Yeah, because when I travel to Delaware, I can't bet in right. Pennsylvania. Right, right. And it's like when I go to when I go to when I travel to like Nevada, I could use the app, but I just can't use it here. It's like, you know, I have a Hawaii driver's license. When I travel anywhere, I could use the app there. People in New York, you know, travel over to New Jersey, and they take the path. They do the paths. They travel back. You know, go across the bridge to New Jersey. They make their bets. They drive back. It's really that simple. I got an MLB three pack also. I think the YouTube premium is going to be a lot of fun for football season, though. I'm going to start. I'm not. I don't mean to push it or whatever, but it's. I think it's going to be awesome for football season. We kind of got it started at the end of you know college basketball, and then we had it for March Madness, you know, and then. It's you know it's just been baseball since then, but I do yeah. believe for football season it's going to be cranking. It's going to be really really nice product I'm that I'm going to be hate, I'm going to be hating the price point on as you know. <laughs> it's really yeah. We'll hear a lot of complaints about that. You probably will hear some whining. The, oh, there's Mitch whining the again. Mitch is whining. What's whinier? Me me making a statement about something or somebody making a comment? Someone whining about you know me making a statement on something. I would say the comment. That's just me. Yeah. It's like it's a lot of a lot of cowards out there. That's for sure. No shortage of cowards on the internet. It's like these are the same guys that will like send money to some guy on Twitter who's got a clown face. Is uh, you know. Or like sit there and go and retweet like a million people's tweets to get the free something. I don't know. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't even understand the process. So you just show up here and watch videos or whatever. Better sites, more reputable people giving you better information. Anyways, let's get to the next set of games. Samson's pitching. That was Barrios. Samson's pitching. Barrios against Josiah Gray. Nick Pavetta and Andrew Heaney going at it in the Bronx. Yankees put down this the hammer yesterday. All the tweets, all the everything out there is talking about how the Yankees, you know, a month ago were plus 1,500 to win that division. They're still plus 475 to win the division. People, people fail to recognize that, you know. Oh yeah, they're not winning the division. They're not. They're not going to win that division. Uh, Tigers, Angels, Tarek Skubal. This guy's the Jekyll and Hyde of of the year. It's Bittler bets him. He, he stinks if Bittler doesn't bet him. He's Who's like plus five. He, he's, he's five hits. What? Who's plus four seventy five? Yankees. Oh, well, I think they're. <laughs> Yeah, they're not going to catch the race. Nope. Tarek Skubal's lights out when Bittler doesn't bet him. He's really home run giving up machine when he does. So he hasn't bet him his last two starts is what we can pretty sa- pretty much safely say. Looking at the chart, he's pitched well recently up against Shohei Otani. Jesus Lazardo, big ERA, but last time out he pitched really well. Oh, he gave up what? Didn't he give up a half dozen runs? Know, it's Charlie. Not last time. He didn't. He gave up six runs or something. Did he last time? I thought he pitched really well last time. That's on the top of my head. Oh, no, you're right. Six hits, five runs. But the Marlins scored 14 for him. That is a good start for him, though. You know, but, yeah, but most of those runs. No, no. Most of those runs and stuff were at a point, like, later down the road in the game. Where the Marlins were already way up, and it was a norm in a normal situation, the pitcher would have been taken out. But the fact that he had like a ten run lead or something, they left him in. So it kind of yeah, because the Cubs. I remember that. I remember that game yeah, well. He, he took some un- early. Yeah, they, the Marlins were up big early, 
No, the Cubs got up early, no. and then the Marlins came roaring back in the third inning. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Don't tell it was, me. It, I remember the Cubs were up early, and and then then the Marlins came. What was it? Thirteen run in eleven run second inning. Cubs were up two on a uh, four right. one early. Yeah, four one. Bottom and then of the second eleven runs. Eleven runs, right? <laughs> they're still up. They're still they're still at batting. So the, so then they then they got they were way out thirteen to four and then they were like oh yeah you can go out and pitch another inning and then he gave up two more and I think he got pulled after that yeah so he went he didn't go that far he gave up a bunch of runs that happens okay point <laughs> point taken exactly what you said earlier when he got a bad pitcher and they wanted to get some mileage out of him you got to touch him early so the Cubs touched him early. And then uh, the Marlins were like, yeah, we're going to just uh, blow this game open. But does that make Charlie Morton a minus 245 pitcher? No. <laughs> Today, yes. All right. Today, yes. Well, Senior Square has spoken. Um, <laughs> Orioles raise. Lewis Head on the mound. And then the good one, the, the best pitching matchup of the day, Cardinals-Brewers. I mean, they're just, they got a seven on this thing. You got 14 at Coors, and you got seven on this one. Jack Flaherty, who looked great in his comeback last time, up against Freddie Peralta. Fourth best ERA in the National League for Freddie. Steady Freddie. How is Zach Wheeler the favorite in the Cy Young? I'm going to talk about ridiculousness in TV markets. He's a stiff. He's not stiff. He's a top. He's the top five pitcher this year, probably. Not by not in terms of the numbers. Well, he pitches in a very pitcher friendly ballpark of Philadelphia. His numbers are spectacular. So, if you're a good pitcher, every ballpark is pitcher friendly. Well, not Colorado or Cincinnati, but outside yeah. of that, what the hell? If he pitched for the San Diego Padres or Giants, his ERA would be one point something. Uh, we call this the hypothetical Bittler segment. Let's come up with a hypothetical situ- situation and state the state the answers as facts. I like that. Sound like someone I used to work with. Anyways. <laughs> Actually, Gausman and Wheeler, Scherzer, all have passed uh, Peralta in the ERA. Wow, how is that? I thought he has a two point two four. What do you What do you have Peralta's ERA at? This is wrong. Two point two six. Yeah, ESPN is wrong. They've skipped him. I think you need a. Maybe he doesn't have enough starts. How many starts does he have? He has plenty of starts. He has plenty of starts. This is wrong. ESPN's website is either incorrect or they're putting a um, something on there saying that he doesn't have enough starts. But they don't have... Maybe it's on the bottom? 21 starts? 22 starts? Yeah. It's like because they're saying that the number one ERA is Bueller at 2.09, then Burns at 2.13, Woodruff at 2.18, and then Gausman at 2.4. But it's not. It's Peralta is there. Yeah, 2.26. Yeah. Peralta, they missed Peralta. They missed him. And then um, Gausman. Totally got pissed. Then it goes Gausman, Wheeler, Scherzer, Miley, who's had a great year. Rod's guy, Marcus Stroman. Robbie Ray, ninth, but he's really 10th, we know, because we will write the SPN a little email and help them out here. Throw them a bone. How could, why would they leave Peralta out? So weird. That's messed up. <laughs> I wonder if they get trolls, you know, that like are hammering them for it. It's like, I mean, I put up a wrong graphic. It's like, you would think I, I you know, was babysitting a kid and, you know, went out to the bar and, you know, slammed down a couple brews while I left them sitting at home or something. You know, it's like, I can only imagine what, uh, you know, gotta help us, contact us. There it is, contact us. Submit feedback. It's not feedback, it's just you guys are wrong. I actually, I know somebody there. 
and I would just tell them. I would just text them. So, um, anyways, back to these games. Who do you guys like? Rod? Bittler's not on Scooble that we know of yet, so you have a choice. You have a chance there that if you do like the Tigers, you, you could. <laughs> do you ever see that 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 meme that's out there where there's two red buttons and it has uh, it would have the two teams on it, and I'm sweating, not sure which button to press, but I know which button I pressed in that game. So stay tuned. Well, for me in these ones, for some odd reason, if you look at this Braves game, um, it opened at eight and a half. It's now down to seven and a half um, with Lazardo going. And we know he's been giving up lots of runs, but I think he comes out and has a good start. I'm going to take the Marlins plus one and a half in that one. I think it's a one-run game anyway. You slice it today. You get a nice plus money on that plus one and a half. So I'll take the Marlins plus the one and a half in that one. Um, the Jays game with Barrios and uh, Josiah Gray going. I'll take the over again. Uh, it's at nine. I think we can easily get double digits uh, again, like we did last night. Whole pile of runs on that one. Both teams just love uh, scoring it up. And then I don't know how you don't take the Rays minus a whole bunch because I think uh, the Orioles have checked out. Their pitching staff's just been awful, and uh, they can't do anything. Zero and ten, their last whatever. I'll take the Rays minus uh, as far as you can go. Uh-huh. Minus, what, four, four and a half, I think you can get it's the most. I'll take that. I'll take the raise minus four and a half. <laughs> they blow out the Orioles. So there you go. How about you? Well, for, for me in that group in the games, I'm not too proud of myself, but uh, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Rays minus the three and a half at plus 138. You got Watkins, and he's starting to get crushed. The, I guess the tape's out on him. Got the Rays with the bullpen game, and uh, you know they got everything to play for. Want to stack up those wins, so I'm gonna lay a three and a half there, and then the Braves. I'm gonna lay a one and a half. Uh, not my typical game. It's just a lean. I just think this is a five-one, six-to-one ball game here with the Braves winning. Usually, I win lay this kind of juice of Morton, but he's clearly better than Lazardo by a long shot. And so are the Braves. Uh, Braves minus one and a half. Rays minus three and a half. I don't catch that Rangers Mariners game where the pitcher was like, "Yeah," caught the ball sticking his arm hand over the wall, and then the, you see the ball pop out, and he's like, <laughs> "That was in the ninth inning of the game." I was watching once again. I was watching without sound. I have no idea what they were saying, but it was uh, Sammy was really rocking it on the mound. He's like, "All cool, he caught the catch." Yeah. No! Van Halen's not just for watching the Twins Indians anymore. You can also watch the Rangers Mariners. Old Van Halen. I actually have all the games on. <laughs> it's like I just can't I just can't do the sound most of the time. The the worst sound these days are the Yankees games and the Mets games. The absolute worst. Unwatchable. The commercials are, are just really I mean, it's like a broken record. Got the A's and the White Sox, the Rangers and the Mariners, Astros, Royals, Diamondbacks, Phillies, and Dodgers, Pirates. Dodgers decided not to have a pitcher today. They're just not going to have one. Plus one and a half again, Golden and the Pirates, Dodgers. So money. We talked about it yesterday on the show. Raise minus three is even money. Right. Watkins was so bad. Oh, it was awful. Um... 
Brian, who do you like in this grouping? Um, again, keeping with my square theme, I'm going to take the Chicago White Sox and lay that minus one and a half with Lance Lynn. He's been uh, dominant all day. Uh, White Sox off a crushing 9 nothing win yesterday. I think they keep up the momentum and uh, give the A's another big four-run win for the White Sox. So I'll take Chicago here, and I'm going to lean towards the Phillies laying the juice. It's nothing I love, but I, I think with Ranger Suarez and the man, he'll give them four solid innings, and bullpen will take it from there against the Diamondbacks. So I'll take Phillies money line small and the White Sox minus the one-and-a-half small. Right. Two, two I, like, I like the over in uh, the White Sox in uh, Oakland. Well, I think we get enough runs to uh, get us over the eight and a half. It opened at nine, down to eight and a half. <laughs> I'll take the over. It's not scaring me to take the over in that one. Uh, I think we can get a whole pile of runs to get us over the eight and a half. No problem. No problemo in that one. That's one of my best replay of the day. I love that one. Oakland, White Sox over. And then the Phillies with Suarez on the mound. He, uh, he only pitches a couple of innings, but uh, for some reason when he does, um, the, the Phillies just uh, show up and give him some runs, and uh, they get wins. So uh, I'll take the Phillies uh, on the run line in that one. I think they uh, easily win by a couple over uh, Arizona and Umberto Castellanos. Umberto. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I... Philly's road record is as bad as it's the Diamondbacks' home record. It's like stank. That was like the shortest. That was like the shortest lived um, first place, you know, team of the season. It's like they were there for like a cup of coffee, and it's like, bye bye. Thanks for playing. It's like, here's where they go first. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to work out for you. It doesn't matter. The NL East team is not going anywhere, no matter who wins it. You never know. Yeah, the Brewers are stacked. The Dodgers are stacked. The Giants are okay. You never know. <laughs> you never know. That's why they play the games. They probably said that about the Tampa Bay Rays last year, too. Um, I know I did. I used to be a Rays guy until they became a public uh, public fest. You made them a public fest. Everyone was just tailing you. You had Rod texting for you. <laughs> Rod handles your public relations and texting. It's a tail of my pigs, man. They almost took away my tigers, but every once in a while you get the tigers on a good price. What about Mike Fulton Evich at plus 146? I miss Fulmer for the Tigers and some of my old pitcher He's pitching. Don't pitch he, p- he plays. Does he? That's he's still in the varsity. My, my old favorites are the Tigers. He doesn't again. start. He plays in like, he's like a long reliever. He comes in in relief now. He's really only good for an inning or two, and so it's a perfect spot for him. He plays, he's in like relief. He's like a setup guy. I see him out there. Kiss is like really good tiger music. Kiss just standard, you know. It's like standard. Yeah, it's like just throw on the kiss album. It's the Tigers. Detroit Rock City. I wanna hear it loud. <laughs> between my eyes. Yeah, I think Def Leppard's a better Tigers. You think so? I do like I do like Def Leppard. I do. I like. I mean, I like all that stuff. You guys know that. What's your favorite uh, Def Leppard? Most people like pour some sugar on me. Yeah, I like that one. I like hysteria. I like hysteria. I think better. I saw Def Leppard. Like when they were first coming up, they backed up Ozzy. And it was back when Ozzy saw Randy Rhodes. It's like way back. I was like in high school. They were just coming up. High school. Yeah. Well, they had Randy Rhodes.
Anyways, um, I don't know. These I like the White Sox here. I think it's a lot of runs to lay, but I think they really hammer Cole Irvin here. It's lefty. It's you know, I think a lot of people wrote off the White Sox last week. You know, when they got into a little bit of a slump, they went one and two against the Yankees, and people looked at them like they were done or something. But they're not. Not even close. 41 and 22 at home. Only getting better, this team. Only getting better. I'm still worried about the bullpen a little bit. Fulton, Everett, and Gonzalez, it lends itself to the over, but the total continues to drop. Right? <laughs> it's like, hmm. hmm. See, this is hmm. one. So a lot of people talk about the uh, Van Halen opened for Black Sabbath years ago. Yeah, I believe that. And, uh, and Aerosmith opened for Ted Nugent. Van Halen opened for Black Sabbath. I probably was at that. I seen it was uh, Skid Row opened, and then it was Ted Nugent, and then it was Kiss. That was the one I seen Kiss. What a concert. Woo. <laughs> My ears rang for three days after that. <laughs> we used to have this place in Miami called the Hollywood Sportatorium. It was this barn out in the Everglades, and that's where they had all the concerts. Like out, it was out in the middle of Everglades. Now it's where like the Hard Rock Casino is, you know. But it used to just be the Everglades, like the middle of the Everglades, and it was like this barn, the worst acoustics. But like every concert tour started there because they would because way out of the way, you know. So they would start in Florida and then go. So like you could always get tickets for the new exciting bands because um, the album hadn't been released or it was just released. So like we got to see everybody just you know show up and get tickets. Awesome. That's why I love all those bands so much. Yeah, you get tear gassed once in a while. People get a little crazy, you know. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, when's the last time you got tear gassed at a Rush concert? Eh, 78. <laughs> Hollywood Sportatorium. <laughs> yep. It happened. That was the moving pictures tour. So it must have been later than that. It must have been eighties. Right? Moving pictures, like I'm not sure. But that was the that was that was the year I got tear gassed at the Rush concert. Probably the eighties. Yeah, that sounds like my sister's era. That uh... moving it was the moving picture store. So it was like Tom Sawyer and all those songs. Yeah, Taste Tom Sawyer, Modern Day Warrior Man. <laughs> That's why I know all that music. I have a sister who's exactly eight years older than I am. So, <laughs> so all that music was there. Like all our tapes, tapes and eight tracks. I remember tapes and eight tracks. Yep. Oh, that was man, way the, back in the, the day. Cassette you would, you record the, off the radio. The cassette with the, the pencil. Button. You know, the pencil and the cassette. Yeah. Right. Push it around. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta rewind it. <laughs> all right uh well anyways of these games i don't know maybe the royal maybe the uh maybe the astros cranky going back to kansas city the scene of the crime you can't go against my royals there is that great you won the won the cy young in kansas city pitches pretty well there gene simmons Promoted Van Halen. I believe it, man. Van Halen's freaking amazing. When I saw them on the uh, Van Halen 2 tour, man, they blew the roof off that Hollywood Sportatorium. It was so loud, I didn't even know what song they were playing. That's, those are the best ones, right? That was like when I saw Motorhead. It was so loud, I couldn't even tell you what song they were playing. Well, I, I, there might have been some other influences <laughs> that had something to do with that as well. But it was like, it's like what's the loudest concert you ever went to? Van Halen. <laughs> I, mean, I thought the roof was coming off the place. I was like, I know they were playing Ice Cream Man because he had a guitar that was shaped like an ice cream. That I know. But the rest of the songs, couldn't tell you one. I, couldn't, I had no idea what song they were playing. 
so loud. Judas Priest, yep, saw them. I've seen all those groups. Living After Midnight, Judas Priest. I don't know, I just went to all those. Journey was always really good. You know, Kansas. Jeez, those are the ones my sister went to. Yeah, I went to all those. <laughs> I went to them all. Seemed like there's one every week. But, you know. She was right. 67, so that's... Parlay time. For me, I'm going to go uh, take the Phillies on the run line, take the Marlins on the run line, take the Giants on the run line. Run line parlay. For me, I got a super square three-game parlay. I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds minus the three and a half, the Tampa Bay Rays minus three and a half, and the Chicago White Sox minus one and a half. I'm going to take the uh, under in the Brewers-Cardinals game. I'm going to go with the... Uh, did you take the Tigers, Brian? Not, uh, nope, not. Oh, boy, they might be a pretty safe place to be. Uh, then uh, I'm going to go with the Marlins. The under in the Brewers-Cardinals game. And... The Red Sox, Yankees over 10. That'll be my parlay. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Have a great day. We appreciate each and every one of you, and I'm going to try like crazy to act more professional tomorrow. Maybe we'll actually talk about games and give out picks. (laughs) (laughs) Got football tomorrow. We do have football tomorrow. Patriots against the uh, Eagles. Yeah. Eagles in Philly. We got that, and then Friday we have. Uh, I don't know. I did. I started doing the videos. I only got a few into it though. More That's action it. on Friday. Too. Yeah, more action. More, more action. Thanks, everyone. We appreciate each and every one of you guys. Are awesome. Let's make it a winning day. <laughs>